Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. Holly, how are you? Hi, Carol. How are you doing? You know, I just got to tell you something. Hmm. When I'm in the shower, I'm afraid to wash my hair. Because you might open your eyes and find someone standing there. I always feel like somebody's Somebody's watching you and got no privacy. Whoa. (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) if you can't tell, we're on to another episode of Paranormal and Paranoid News. That's right. Woo! Come on down, Paranormal News! Paranoid News! Yeah. (laughs) Whoever you are tonight, (laughs) we want you to come on down. Do it. So turning a year older, I have a funny story to tell you. I decided to seek out this new anti-aging face cream because I was like, it's time, Carol. It's time. Nice. Get yourself some good cream. Some goo. Anyway, so I go go to the cosmetic store and I'm just really overwhelmed. There's all these options in the store. There's like a billion different creams out there. I called this lady over and I said, look, um, I have a question about these two face creams. I think you have a typo on one of these products, I said, because this one has similar ingredients to this one, but this one's $48 and the other one is $420. So (laughs) I just wanted to let you know, you have a typo. The Mm. lady kind of... This one is made with real crocodile tears. Of course. The lady (laughs) said, no, that's correct. So she then sighed, gave me this mysterious radiant smile Mm -hmm. and said, oh, honey, all I know is women swear by it. And you should look up the story behind its creation. Very intense and magical. Well, this lady was absolutely gorgeous and her skin flawless. So did you know what I did? that product? You know what I did? Yeah. I plopped down my 400 at the counter. Oh, girl. No. Is, that why, take... ra- is that why you look so radiant oh. tonight? <laughs> you don't think I'm a sucker, do you, Holly? No. Yeah, no. I brought my cheaper jar and headed to the counter and bought that. But it did make me really curious. So I did some research okay. on this product. Yeah. And holy cow, Holly. Huh. This face cream has a very crazy backstory and even paranormal. Really? Yeah. No wonder they want so much money for it. Exactly. So have you heard of the famous face cream, Creme de la Mire? No. Okay, good. Well, it's this French phrase meaning from the sea, which probably makes sense because it's made with seaweed. Okay. Um, But it was first invented by a German astrophysicist, Max Huber, who was trying to heal his burns from this laboratory experiment. He was, um, I think, like a rocket scientist or something, and he was trying to... Uh, work on a rocket stabilizer back in the 1950s. Well, Mm -hmm. something went wrong and he ended up with really severe burns all over his body. Oh, oh. So the story goes that Huber spent 12 years and over 6,000 experiments to formulate his perfect youth restoring cream he called Miracle Broth. Miracle Broth. Huber's daughter, Marley, who'd been taught to guard this famous recipe with her life, helped to carry on the product at the Max Huber Research Labs. After many inquiries from companies who wanted to buy them out, Marley finally sold the brand after her father's death. 
It was said by a top cosmetic executive that the lab setup was like seeing the Twilight Zone. They said that all these small pots with copper plates in them and wires coming out of them was going into an amplifier. There were these strange noises bubbling and colored lights were flashing. And in order to create his magical formula, Huber had to ferment each batch of sea kelp in a fish tank for over three months, all while playing a soundtrack of very specified frequencies, Mm. which were recorded sounds that he had taken from previous fermentation processes. That's so interesting because sound is supposed to have a lot of abilities to do things. This whole thing also was done with exposing this batch of seaweed to pulsating lights. Huh. The crazy thing about this whole, you know, voodoo experiment was that this cream really worked. Should we buy some and split it? (laughs) I'm just really curious now. Huber's burns did seem to heal. Uh, But also his skin was said to have transformed so much that his skin was like that of a youthful 12-year-old. Well, he's essentially calling down angels to bless. It's like Frankenstein, right? When he put the monster on the table and brought it up to the electricity. I'm alive! Exactly. This guy is using the vibrational waves of sound and light to, to bring up the particles in this cream and make it angelic. So Huber, yeah, and he was so excited by his cream. He's like, it's a miracle. So he became a word of mouth sensation. And he went around showing all of his friends and all of his friends in high society, especially the evidence of his non-existent burns. I can just see him like ripping open his shirt going, look. (laughs) Like Fabio. I look gorgeous, don't I? (laughs) They're like, not only are your burns gone, but where did you get that six pack? (laughs) Mr. Huber. Look at those pecs. My God. So uh, Mary Ellen Hecht, uh, she was introduced to Huber and was a well-known orthopedic surgeon in Manhattan. She said that she would witness Huber dropping these gobs of the Lemire cream onto his plate, mixing it with applesauce and other foods and just gulping it down like pudding. So he would eat it. Yeah, he would eat it also. Uh, Fashion designer Ralph Rucci recalls that Huber would set down samples of his miracle broth at their dinner plates and tell them to eat it because it was great for digestion. (laughs) He also told everyone, you should just put it in your eye. It heals any vision problem. Oh, wow. Actually, maybe we should buy this. Yeah, no kidding. My eyes are going to hell. Does it say that it will treat your eyesight? That's what he says. It doesn't say it on the bottle, but that's what Huber said. Okay. Uh, This man was hyping it up so much as the fountain of youth, many were taken in by his charisma Mm -hmm. and wanted the cream. It was in high demand. Yeah. Estee Lauder was said to have requested wanting to buy this company over and over again. Finally, they were able to purchase the brand from Huber's daughter in 1995 after her father passed. Okay. And they turned it into a well-known, the Lemire cream that you see on your cosmetic store shelves. Okay. But even with this exact formula provided, Estee Lauder had a very hard time reproducing the cream that was so highly coveted. The vice president at the time, Bavacqua, said when the results were tested in the lab and on human skin, it did not rival the potency or the effects of the original cream. Hmm. After desperately failing to achieve these results, the head of research and development, Joseph Gubernick, decided to get serious. (laughs) Okay, this is the paranormal part. This is the part where he sacrifices a young uh, virgin from the woods that he found. 
to the skin yeah. god. Yeah, he has to sacrifice something to Satan in order for his cream to work. So he decides to call upon a psychic, a deep trance medium. Oh, man, those are coming out of the woodwork all of a Everywhere. sudden. What is the coincidence that I find I this story? Yeah. It's about a deep trance medium. Huh. So, so this, he's got to channel Huber to tell him what yes, to do. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So this smart, this uh, psychic decided to channel Huber for more details on the formula Love because it. obviously they needed to get the formula right. Yeah, and Huber, he's sitting back there in the afterlife going, oh, geez, you guys are such morons. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had a telephone, I could tell you how to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so after going through the entire process with the medium, Joseph Gubernet called up Bavakwa and said, Hey, you skipped the part about needing to add the light and the sound wave energy to the mix. Bavakwa apologized and admitted to skipping those steps because in his words, well, yeah, well, they sounded absolutely crazy. So, you yeah, know, silly. I didn't think they were necessary. But after adding in those extra steps, the cream received high marks and approvals from Huber's friends and clients who said it was finally a match. S.D. Lauder claims they follow Huber's original process with every Lemire cream batch and are continually learning new things about the effects of Huber's original research. Hmm. Recently, they've displayed archives from Huber's California laboratory, notes outlining even astrological alignments. Really? Um, no, I definitely tapes. want this cream. I know. Are you kidding me? I know. It sounds fantastic. Oh, my God. Audio tapes of various fermentation experiments and 50-year-old sea kelp. So I guess they had some samples left over. Yeah. I was just, the other day, I was um, looking, doing some research for my Paranormal News uh, next episode. I didn't do this story, but I did come across an article about sound waves and like places like um, the... Um, Stonehenge in England oh. and how sound waves can move those giant stones up and out. And I thought, wow, that's pretty amazing. The coral castle that was built in Florida mm -hmm. and this supposedly built by one man. That's yeah. supposedly yes. how they think he moved yeah. all those and he, stones. He, they never figured out how he did it all on his own. I saw that recently, too, on one of those uh, William Shatner shows I've been watching. I love William Shatner. Yeah, and I was just like, what? This is so interesting. Yeah. So pretty There's cool. something about sound because it's a vibrational energy that has force behind it. Yeah, it's a fascinating thing for sure. Mm -hmm. So S.D. Lauder now states science backs up the effects of sound waves acting as a boost for chemical reactions in fermentation and claims the cream also stimulates electricity. Oh, yeah, it does. Just talking about it, it stimulates electricity. <laughs> in the skin cells that produce proteins like collagen and, and uh, elastin because that forms the structure of your face, keeps it huh. nice and... Yeah, firm. Firm, yeah. yeah. good. Also, this is a conspiracy on Reddit that Huber did not exist at all. <laughs> it was all made up? That this was all a it's clever a marketing, marketing ploy, ploy for Estee Lauder to jack up prices. Oh, Estee, whatever. Is it Estee or Estee? We're going to call her Estee, bitch. <laughs> That's what we're going to call her. My grandma swore by their products, Estee Lauder. Estee Lauder. Doubleware Foundation, folks, makes your skin flawless. I, you, I swear to God, this is we're not getting paid by Estee Lauder. Do you think she's friends with Esprit? <laughs> Estee and Esprit. Yeah, just doesn't that <laughs> seem like they would go together? Yeah, and Brie. 
A stay, a spree, a spree, and brie. <laughs> God, I'm gonna name three of my grandkids. I don't care go. what their names are. I'm gonna name them a stay, a spree, <laughs> and brie. <laughs> but you know, there's plenty of documentation out there showing he was a real guy, and many witnesses who are still alive can vouch for his invention. So I, I don't believe it's a conspiracy at all. Okay. I'm I'm about ready to to throw down my money if you think it's worth it. I really wanted your opinion before I I Dude, I want to bones. try it. Are you I don't kidding? No, I'm just. Is it? I just need people to reassure me. It's good. what do the reviews say? Like that it's a, it's good, but I don't think it's that good. Is, is it four hundred dollars worth of good? I don't know if it's worth a cigarette after, but it's pretty good. <laughs> Maybe it's worth a cigarette before. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. here we go again. This always happens. Um, did you know there's been a recent possible sighting of the Mothman? Oh, Mothman in Chicago. <gasps> Chicago. What's now, he doing in Chicago? Isn't Chicago where they were having all those black helicopter sightings? I think it was one of the black helicopter states, wasn't it? I think so. Seems like it. I think it was. Yeah. So they might be trying to figure out what this is that they're seeing. Hmm. The article was published on May 15th. It was in the ufoclearinghouse.com and the 14times.com website. They researched these sightings. The witness was a Chicago Department of Aviation employee. She said her sighting was on April 15th, 2021. Oh, very recent. Yep. She was super reluctant to tell anyone, but changed her mind when she read another man's report of a sighting Hmm. that was posted on Facebook. Oh. And he uh, said he saw it only two blocks away from where she worked. So what town were they in? Chicago. They were in Chicago. So that's not good because we all know that if you see Mothman, that's a foreboding of a bad event that's about to happen. This woman said she was working late to catch up on work, and she left about 9 p.m. As she walked into the parking lot, she heard wings fluttering. She just assumed it was geese because, you know, that's what happens. There's Mm -hmm. geese around. And she was just totally absorbed in looking at TikTok on her phone. No, I don't know what she was looking (laughs) at. But she was on her phone, so she didn't actually look up into the sky until she heard this very loud ear-splitting screech. She described it as a train trying to apply its brakes on a track. However, she said the screeching tone went from a higher octave and then down to a very low pitch and then back up again. Hmm. So she knew it was not a train Mm -hmm. from the way that modulation happened. And anyway, she said the nearest train was about three to four miles away from where she stood. It wouldn't be that loud. Right. So at this point, she couldn't see anything. So she hurried to her car. Again, she heard the screech, though, coming directly behind her. How scary is that? This is the start of a horror show. Yeah. Isn't it? She's running towards her car. She's looking behind her. She can't see anything. She's fumbling with her keys. She can hear. I just need to get in my car. I'm so close. I'm so close. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. We're making fun of this. This is actually really terrifying. Quote. I turned and looked toward the trees over by the road and saw what looked like two red eyes looking right at me. I looked at those eyes for what seemed an eternity. I couldn't move, and it felt like the air was being sucked out of my lungs like I was having an asthma attack. She continued to say the thing was illuminated from light by nearby buildings, and Mm. she estimated it to be around seven to eight feet tall, Mm. skinny, and black in color. Mm -hmm. She said she was held spellbound as if in a trance, 
But then this vehicle came driving around the corner down the road and it interrupted the encounter. Mm -hmm. And it was at that moment that the creature shot up into the sky. Yep. And she saw, right. And she saw its wingspan open about 10 feet wide. Mm -hmm. She said the whole thing was over in like a few seconds. Sounds like Mothman. Did she totally. see the red eyes? She said red eyes. Yeah. So did she get conjunctivitis? She did not get conjunctivitis, but she said she felt physically ill afterwards. Okay. Very nauseated, fluish. Mm-hmm. The other report was from a shuttle bus worker at the airport who reported his sighting April 21st, 2021. So mm. even more recent, Holly. Yeah. yeah. And his was after her first sighting. Yep. He said the wingspan was between 15 to 20 feet. Uh, a lot of people have really hard describing how big something is. Yeah, because they don't really know what that looks like, what 15 feet or 10 feet look like. They don't, they can't really tell. So they guess. So he said the wingspan was between 15 to 20 feet wide and described seeing this creature flying over his head about 30 to 40 feet off the ground. The worker said he was just taking a smoke break. Uh-huh. Not funny? I bet he was. And was away from his bus near the new parking terminal near near Zimke Road at 6 p.m. This is serious. We can't be making fun of shit like this all the time. When asked to be interviewed, he was reluctant over the phone, saying his superiors told him it was just a large bird. He shouldn't alarm anyone else with discussing the sightings. I thought that was really interesting. That the people at the airport, his employers are saying, do not talk about this. Right. That's odd. Yeah. Like, why do they care? Yeah. I mean, if anything, it's a danger to the planes flying. He should report it. Yeah, but they probably just think he's nuts, right? Okay, well. Most of them aren't going to believe him. Well, that's true. And then when asked if he thought it was a bird, the man said, look, it was way too large to be a bird. And he said it was humanoid in shape, being mm-hmm. solid black yeah. and moving much faster than he had seen any bird fly. Well, this always is the same depictions that many people say. Sure. Yeah. Uh, too fast, shoot straight up in the air, red yeah. eyes, totally black, really huge. Yeah. That sounds like Mothy. After divulging these details, the caller said, though, he didn't want to speak any more about the incident. So he kind of shut down the questions after that. The O'Hare International Airport, though, has been the center of recent winged humanoid sightings with at least a dozen reports, Holly, from the airport itself since August of 2019. So something bad's going to happen at the Chicago airport. I didn't say that. Well, you kind of just did. Oh, jeez. If Mothman's been sighted there since 2019, that's not good news for the people of Chicago. It's, It's not. It's not good. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, I'm not going to be flying to Chicago anytime soon. No, just stay away from Chicago. Yeah. The singular Fortean Society was contacted by a community college professor who lives in the Chicago's South Loop neighborhood. So this is, you know, away from the actual airport. According to the woman, Mary, she was walking on May 9th with her son at dusk and saw a very large object, thinking it was the Chicago Mothman that people have been recently seeing. But her son thought differently. He thought it was just a electric paraglider. They have a big paraglider community hmm. okay. out there. Okay. And uh, she described it as a black curved object moving at a very constant speed without any lights, though, or sound. And so if you're on an electric paraglider, I would think it would have some lights for safety. Right. 
But she does admit they were probably two miles away from a good close-up of the object. Still curious about the incident, though, Mary contacted the paragliding school and asked if it was a regular thing for paragliders to fly in her neighborhood at night. Because this is the first she's ever seen one. Right. And they emailed her back and said, no, it's absolutely forbidden. It's against the law for any paraglider to fly over congested residential areas. Absolutely not. Huh. So she said the wings weren't flapping. They were just gliding. Right. And she's hoping other people in the area might also have seen it. When asked to describe the size, Mary said she would estimate it being 23 feet long. Whoa. And 11 and a half feet wide. Whoa. So that's a lot bigger than what other people have described. That's the Blackbird plane is what yeah. she's seeing. <laughs> yes. That is SR... At 71 or whatever that is. Right. I I feel like her report is a little bit odd because it's so much larger than other Well, again, it could just it. go back to the fact that she doesn't really know what 23 feet looks like. Um, it may be that. Um, or, you know, her memory, again, just is misremembering it, that it's bigger than it actually was. And they have said if you're terrified of something in your mind, you do make it bigger yeah. than it is. Sure. So... But the son is really adamant that he he didn't really feel like it was anything other than like a drone or a, a paraglider or something like that. Neither herself or the son, when they were um, interviewed, said they, they didn't have any paranormal effects from it. And that's probably because they were too far away. Mm -hmm. um, the Singular Fortean Society has a great timeline of possible reported sightings on their website. So I think we should keep track of these and see yeah. what else is going on in oh, Chicago. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting, too, because after they investigate these incidents, they code it. And they code it with um, different things like possible hoax, most likely a bird. Um, Who is they? Define they. The Fortean Society that's oh. investigating these. They have in people who research and actually interview the people who are reporting it. Ooh, and can, so, are they hiring? Because I'd like to do that. I know. Wouldn't that be wonderful? That would be really fun. So these new incidents, though, they're tagging with unexplained. So hmm. they've, you know. So they haven't necessarily ruled said them it's out. Mothman. Mm -mm. It's just unexplained at this point. Right. Are they also investigating UFO sightings? You know, I didn't get that far into it, but I would think so. I would think so, too. I think they're into all that. Huh. Interesting. I wonder if they have a Portland chapter. So we travel now to Florida for other news. <gasps> Florida. Nice. 750 million genetically modified mosquitoes. Yes. Not mojitos. <laughs> have approval to be released into the United States this year with Florida as the focus of this experiment. Mm. They will start with having 144,000 genetically modified mosquitoes released in stages of 12,000 mosquitoes per week for the next 12 weeks. This could be a good thing because we know mosquitoes carry awful diseases like dung fever, Zika, yellow fever, AIDS. Herpes. No, I don't know if they do that. Herpes. Do they? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I just always heard that like they're, they're the, kiss, the worst. They're the kissing bug, right? They're the, they're the kiss of death well, they, bug. They suck your blood out. Yeah, they're the vampire bugs. Mm -hmm. and But the local residents are furious because they were never consulted. Yeah, I bet they're pissed. I mean, they, they never were able to give their input on this. And environmentalists are also just crazy upset over it because they said there's not been enough studies done on possible ecosystem adverse effects. 
Oxitec is a British biotechnology company that develops these genetically modified insects, saying, quote, Our insects contain a self-limiting gene, and when passed on to their offspring, the baby mosquitoes do not survive to adulthood, end quote. So this is reassuring, Holly. That these things are going to die out. That the company spokesperson said, if an unforeseen event occurs... The EPA has left the door open to cancel the release of the remaining mosquitoes at any point during the next 24 months period. So this really is an experiment that they're just doing. This is a Black Mirror episode. Oh, my God. Guess what my next sentence is. It's a Black Mirror episode. This reminds me (laughs) of a really bad TV episode Mm -hmm. of the show Black Mirror. Yeah. You're reading my mind. I think. Didn't we talk about this? No. Okay. So my last bit of news it's not paranormal either. It's more paranoid. Okay. Did you know, Holly, that your iPhone takes a picture of you every five <laughs> seconds without your knowledge? I saw that. I know this went around Ooh. bigly the other week because it just is so crazy. This yeah. recently... For the quote-unquote facial recognition bullshit. Yes. Yeah. This was recently discovered by paranoid cell phone owners who got suspicious mm-hmm. of Apple taking pictures. But yeah. to prove this, they used infrared technology... To show what was happening. And this this news was not just on Rumble or gossip boards, but it was on ABC who investigated yeah. this claim. A TikTok video showing a mobile device snapping infrared images mm-hmm. was shared by user Brie Thomas. Oh, oh. of Esprit Este. Um, An Esprit Bus Bus. <laughs> <laughs> Family of origin. Esprit yeah. Esprit. Esprit Estelle. Este. Brie. Brie. (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Get me out of here. Um, Get me out of this matrix. Um, The talks. Yes. So it was shared by user Brie Thompson. She used a digital camera with an infrared lens and shows in her video another iPhone user looking at the phone. And you can see the camera lighting up every five to ten seconds. Mm -hmm. But no wonder Apple has a hard time with the shortened battery life with that going off every five seconds. Yeah, no kidding. And recording our conversations. (laughs) Oh, I know. So this video was uploaded to TikTok on May 8th. It has over 17,500 shares. 224,000 likes. Why can't that happen to us? I don't know. Can you guys make us go viral somehow? That that would be (laughs) so crazy. Apple has a rebuttal. They said that the phone, like you said, is not taking Mm -hmm. actual pictures. They're taking invisible photos. Mm -hmm. And it allows users, yes, to control their face ID and emoji animations. But this makes no sense to me. It should only be doing that if you're trying to log into your accounts. Why does it need to do that when you're not using your phone? It doesn't. It's tracking you for the government. That's pretty clear. Yeah. And others are agreeing and saying, I don't know how iPhones work, but they say there's this built in accelerometer and gyroscope thing (laughs) that like detects when you're actually trying to use these applications. So there is no need for it to be constantly going off like that. Yeah. Apple has said, you know, obviously it's not saving these pics directly on the device, but then the question is, okay, where is it going? (laughs) Are these truly invisible snapshots of nothingness? Or are your ghost photos being uploaded to the cloud somewhere? They're being uploaded to the UFO spaceship that's hovering just outside of our, our vision that they're able to track all of us. Yeah. That's where it's going. I don't know. I The The mothership. 
the more I do these paranormal paranoid news episodes, the more I'm just wanting to go back to my flip phone. I know. My um mm-hmm. $25 pay as you go phone. Do they still have the flip phone? I have no idea. Or you know it'd be even better is just the dial dial yep phone. <laughs> I love go back to analog. I love people not being able to get a hold of me. It's so nice. You always get scolded now. I know. I know. People hunt you all the time. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of scary. You're not alone anymore. No, you're even not. in your shower when you're washing your hair, somebody is always calling I you. I always feel like somebody's texting me. I can't get no privacy. Whoa. Oh, oh. All right. Good night, guys. Good night. Oh wait, we didn't do our tarot reading. Oh fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should do the tarot reading on those bees, not the bees, the mosquitoes. Okay. Whether are, it's good for us or bad for us. The experiment. How's it going to go? Yeah. Okay. We'll be right back. All right, Carol, what deck do you have? And Howdy. What was your question? Yeah, I was really excited to talk about this experiment they're doing with all the mosquitoes genetically engineered. In some ways, logically, I'm thinking it sounds like a good experiment to me. I'm using the steampunk tarot um, with... Uh, illustrated by Will Kingen, and it's by John and Caitlin Matthews. This deck would not be a beginner's deck. If you're looking to start with a tarot deck, this is not it, Um, because it's very much different names for the major arcana, different interpretations than what our traditional cards mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, But it's, it's really a fun deck. If you're really into steampunk, I love it. And uh, it's definitely a more advanced tarot reader for this one. Mm -hmm. But the cards I drew and the question I had was, is this genetic experiment good for society? Like, is it going to be a good thing? Right. Or is it going to be really bad? And the cards I drew was Triumph, card number seven for the Major Arcana, and that represents the chariot. Yeah, that's right. And the second card I drew is Captain of Submersibles, and that (laughs) corresponds to the King of Hearts card. And then I have the reversed Four of Engines. King of Cups. What did I say? King of Hearts. Oh, you know... (laughs) Yeah, the King of Hearts, the King of uh, Cups. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, here it's, we go. It's getting late. The Four of Engines, and there's a nice little Harry Potter train on this, uh, um, but it's reversed. Okay. And so I'm interpreting this as they are very confident going in that this is going to be the answer to Um, just all their problems with mosquitoes and it's Mm -hmm. just going to really be a benefic thing for humanity. They're really excited about it. They are going to start releasing these mosquitoes. That's all plans going forward. Mm -hmm. The chariot definitely represents that. They have a guy that's really trying to be very diplomatic in trying to smooth any feathers over this controversy that's happening. The PR guy. He's the PR guy. He's Mm -hmm. the king of hearts. He's like, guys, just calm down. Everything's going to be great. Don't worry. You know, he, he and he knows he's how got, to emotionally manipulate everybody. Yeah, he's very charismatic. He's very emotional. He's like, we would do nothing to harm the environment. This is going to be only the best thing for us. Uh, I think that's what this depicts. Or somebody that comes out because 
I think there's going to be some very bad things that happened that they weren't planning on with this release that they didn't account for. And I think they're going to cancel it because the four of engines reversed is a cancellation of events. Mm -hmm. And I I either think the population gets together and says, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. We're not on board with you. Yeah. We're not on board the choo-choo train. No, not even in the Harry Potter choo-choo train. No. So that's a big um, no-no. No and no, and it's a bad idea. Okay. Okay, good. Oh, what's cool, though, I forgot to mention, mm-hmm. the first card, the Triumph card, yes. it looks exactly like a dang mosquito. It does. It's crazy how much that looks like that. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. You should, totally. Yeah. I am using the Ghost Spirits Tarot, which I think you used a few weeks ago. It's but the best. By Lisa Hunt. Yes. Lisa, thank you for your contribution to the tarot industry. Okay. I had to say that every time. I don't know why. Okay, so what I got was the Five of Cups reversed, the Tower. (laughs) Oh, wow. And the Eight of Swords reversed. So to me, the Five of Cups in the reverse position is usually supposed to be a positive card. But because of the cards next to it, I'm going to go with that the people are angry. Oh, they are. And they're not being heard, like you said. And there's a lot of anxiety and animosity about the situation. They don't want these things released. There hasn't been enough discussion about it. So there's a lot of fear going into this anyway, which leads us into the tower, which (laughs) is the card where, no, this isn't going to work out well. In fact, it can be deadly or destructive on some level. The tower is all about structures falling apart. And it's an actual event that happens, right? Usually the tower is an event. Yeah, it's an event of destruction. It's an event of something not going well at all. Right. So the tower is a big red flag about the situation and that they need to stop and do more tests and have more discussions before they release these scenes out into the wild. And then, of course, we end with the eight of swords in the reverse position, which is um, coming and taking control back. So I think whatever is going to happen with these bugs, I think either the community members or the company itself, like you said, are going to stop it and rein it back in, or there's going to be a stop put to it, but control is re-exerted over the situation. And so, no, I don't think it's going to go well for them. And I'm not entirely sure if it's because something happens with these mosquitoes themselves or because the anxiety of the public is just too great. And they have to shut it And they freak out. Yeah. Um, Perhaps that's what it'll be. I'm not entirely sure, but either one, it's not going to go well. And my guess will be on both sides. Like the mosquitoes won't do well and the people will not be happy. So both of those things I think will probably blow up in their face. Well, I hope you liked our card reading. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I think we'll we'll just stay tuned uh, because they're releasing them. We'll have to track that now, story as well. I think like in the next yeah, month or so, that, right? That and the Mothman story. Okay, uh, that's it, you guys. Have a good night. Thanks. Bye. You want to hear my next story? Okay, Holly's. I've lost Holly. She's shopping now (laughs) on the internet. Like you, Carol. I I'm uh, looking for products like this as well. That you know, you look in the mirror and you're like, and it's magic. It's made with paranormal. Yeah, it's made with uh, sound waves and light waves, and it comes in cool bottles. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I do want to hear the rest of your stories. (laughs) Yes, and didn't we say in our tarot readings it was going to be a woman? That cited the mothman before I didn't don't, we 
I don't talk remember. about that. I don't either. <laughs> As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts and all dolls are definitely haunted. guys be sure to follow us on instagram our handle is at fireside phantoms if you have a spooky story you would like to share with us send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode